0: We want to believe that we can find a relationship where all that occurs is connection and harmony. But the reality about relationships is that rupture is inevitable. In every single relationship at some point we will experience a breach or damage to the connection between us and them, at some point conflict will occur, at some point we're going to hit a point of frustration, at some point they may do something or fail to do something and that will cause us to suffer a hit to the trust we have in them or we might do something, or fail to do something. And that will cause them to suffer a hit to the trust that they had in us. These ruptures can either be what ultimately breaks the relationship or what makes it stronger. And stronger. And even potentially stronger. But all that depends on our ability to repair ruptures with someone when they occur. Which is why today, in what will be part one of two videos, I'm going to walk you through how to create repair when you are the one who has created a rupture in a relationship, step by step. Before I walk you through these steps, it's very important to understand two things. The first is that even though ruptures are inevitable in relationships, we should be doing our very best in our relationships to prevent them. When we demonstrate the care enough for a relationship that we are active about preventing ruptures, we are building and building trust in relationship and are adding to the health of the relationship. Why do I say this? Because it's not fine to create ruptures. To give you an analogy, it's inevitable that a car will break down and have to go to the mechanic shop at some point, but knowing that should not make you go, oh well, since it's gonna happen one day, I'm not gonna prevent my car from breaking down. It's not as big a deal not to change the oil and to let the pressure run down in the tires and to not replace the brakes, etc. It's also important to know that rupture in relationships are very similar to wounds in the body. If ignored or put off, they fester and get worse. So the strongest relationships are between people who don't have tolerance for the feeling of rupture and who put energy into creating repair as quickly as possible, if not immediately when they occur. It is way, way easier to repair things when they are very, very small than it is when they are big. People teaching about relationships will often say, to make a relationship work, you got to let some things slide or don't get upset over the little things. And there is a real danger to this. The danger is that when what occurs is a little rupture, no matter how little it is, it will become big. And by not bringing it up to repair, the opportunity to repair is missed and believe me, it is complete hell when you or the other person realizes after a relationship is so damaged that it is fully broken that everything could have been avoided if all those months or all those years ago some initial rupture you or they didn't even realize happened or didn't bring up could have been repaired if it was brought up for repair. Alright, having said all that, repair is a process, so let's dive in, shall we? 1. You have to recognize that the rupture occurred. There is an ease, a connectedness, a completeness, and a harmony to a relationship that is doing well. The connection feels strong. It feels on. This is a feeling that will occur in your body, and it's the feeling of being in alignment with the other person. When a rupture occurs, this feeling will be disrupted. It will feel like tension, discord, angst, anxiety, unresolve, and incompleteness instead. The connection will feel weakened, if not damaged. It feels off. When you get this feeling, this is your indication that something has happened to the connection. It may be really obvious what the rupture is about, but if it isn't, you need to investigate what happened. This, by the way, should not immediately involve the other person because when you've done something obviously damaging to the relationship and you didn't even notice, (laughs) demonstrating that you didn't even notice makes the rupture even worse. Basically adds a layer on top of a layer. Start with a mental playback regarding what happened and didn't happen that day, especially in the relationship. Ask yourself, why might this person be upset? It's a good idea to look for when that feeling of rupture started to occur and what was or wasn't happening just before that or around that time. To repair a rupture, you must know exactly what the issue is. To give you an example, let's imagine that Jason was late to drive Eliza to her prenatal appointment after promising to do so. He must recognize that this is a trust breach that is destructive to the relationship and that Eliza is likely to feel bad towards him. He will feel that feeling of tension, discord, angst, unresolve, incompleteness and anxiety in his body. He recognizes that a rupture has occurred. 2. You have to bring up the rupture to the other person with the intention of creating repair. You start this by acknowledging verbally to the other person that you see that a rupture happened. It's even better if you can acknowledge exactly what it was. In other words, name what happened and name your part in it. And it's even better if you can acknowledge how they might have been hurt by it. If you don't have the foggiest clue what happened, you're going to need to ask the other person. But this must be done in a very sincere way, not a way that suggests that the other person is wrong for being upset. Something like, Hey, I can tell something isn't right. I really want to know what it is so I can do something about it. Or... Hey, I noticed ever since lunchtime I've been feeling like we're on two different pages, and you don't seem very happy. Can you tell me what's up? If you know what the rupture is, then you bring up that you noticed what happened. Using our example, Jason would say, I know you're upset because I didn't pick you up on time, like I promised I would do, and that probably made you feel unimportant, unconsidered, and alone. The goal is to get out ahead of the why behind the other person's upset. This actually builds trust, even during the conflict because it demonstrates to the other person that we are attuned enough to them to know them. Which is the opposite by the way of how people feel when there is a rupture. When a rupture occurs, people often feel like they aren't seen, they aren't heard, they aren't felt, they aren't understood, they're not cared about. They feel like if you did see, feel, hear, understand and care about them, you wouldn't do what you did. After all, the underlying contract in any relationship, subconscious or not is, if you love me, you won't hurt me. So you must demonstrate that you do see, feel, hear, understand or care about them. Or at the very least, put effort into doing so when a rupture arises and you don't understand why. It's important to know that when you've created a relationship rupture, it is your job to repair it. 3. Invite the other person to speak to how they feel. See how it impacted them. For this step, instead of being defensive, since you acknowledge that you created a rupture, you're going to roll out the red carpet for them to express. Using our example, Jason might say to Eliza, tell me more about how it made you feel that I was late picking you up. And he would ask questions to understand it even deeper. But those questions are so that he can completely see, hear, feel and understand her. So he can completely and sincerely and accurately assess the situation. Say for example that Eliza says, I feel like you don't give a damn about this family. He would notice her anger as a protector for her fear and ask a question like, what does that make you afraid of or afraid will happen? And don't ask these questions with a tone that suggests that they are wrong for feeling how they feel. When you have created a relationship rupture, you need to hold a very strong container for their feelings. 4. Demonstrate understanding for the way they feel with empathy. Emotions need to feel understood and people need to feel that you are genuinely empathetic to them in order for them to trust you. This can take the form of validation, or sympathizing, or mirroring, or apologizing, or all of the above. For example, using our example, Jason might say, Liza, I see that you felt very alone today and you have every right to be upset. It's not acceptable for a man to make you feel uncared for. Or, I understand exactly why you felt afraid and not consider today. I don't want you to feel that way. This is not the time to give any excuse as to why you caused the rupture. 5. Explain yourself regarding what happened in a way that does not suggest that you should be or expect to be let off the hook. This is not the same as coming up with excuses. Why? An excuse is an attempt to lessen the blame, fault or level of offense. It's a defense strategy. It's a self-centered strategy. Why this is really bad is because you've hurt someone, but now you're the one acting like the victim. When you explain yourself, the intention of doing so must be to help the other person to not make it mean what they are making it mean. That is of course, unless it does mean that. Using our example and only after Jason has empathized with how Eliza feels, he might say the reason I was late is that I popped into a phone shop and thought it would only take 20 minutes but it ended up taking them nearly an hour. It's not because I don't care about you and I will not leave you alone even though today made you feel that way. Notice that Jason expects of himself to be there for Eliza to make the relationship strong. So he isn't putting the blame on the phone shop so as to take it off himself. He expects himself to not put Eliza in a position where she and their relationship is at the mercy of the phone shop. You might have to face some really painful things about yourself when you look at the real reason that you created a rupture in a relationship. It's essential to become aware of the real reason why you do the things that you do. If you are unaware of the why, you might be able to repair a rupture in the moment, only to create that rupture again in the future. To learn more about this, watch my video titled The Secret to Self-Awareness Becoming Aware of the Why. Also, people can feel when you are not being genuine. (laughs) For example, if Jason's real reason that he was late is that he prioritizes the status of having the newest model of phone over making sure his relationship is strong and his wife feels cared about, Eliza will be able to feel that and his explanation will be empty. And Jason will have to seriously consider what kind of a man he is, what kind of a man he wants to be and what priorities he wants to align himself with. Because if he prioritizes status over the security of their relationship, having gotten into a relationship with Eliza who prioritizes relationship security and expects him to do the same, This is a recipe for constant rupture in his relationship with Eliza. They would have to confront workability or potential incompatibility if this was indeed the case. 6. Based on what happened, you have to find a way forward by settling on a way to fix or mend the problem that presented itself in the relationship so that the ease, connectedness, completeness, harmony and trust is restored in the relationship. This means you cannot do what caused the rupture again you must prove that you won't. There is no try when it comes to repair, you either do it or you don't do it. Whatever you choose to do to make it good with the person, fix the problem or reestablish trust, the goal is to demonstrate to the other person that you deserve their trust because you are unwilling to leave them in pain and are committed to them feeling good in the relationship with you. Some examples might be that you set a new expectation in the relationship that makes them feel good and hold yourself to it. It might look like cleaning up a mess you've made. It might look like making a new agreement with a person. It might look like empowering the other person in some way. Using our example, Jason might say, I never want you to feel that way again, and while I may not be able to control every little thing that happens, I am never going to try to fit everything that I have to do into my schedule, when I have something important to do with you. Then he might go on to say, what I should have done and will do going forward is to schedule ample time before our important appointments. Or he might say, I don't want to take any chances that you feel dropped by me, so I'd really like to reschedule these appointments for my off days. He would also make sure to demonstrate the opposite of the pain that he put her through. So, he would step up regarding being extra present for her at the prenatal appointment and being attentive to considering her regarding what food she might like to eat that day or activity she might like to do with him. You get the picture, right? He's now becoming the antidote to whatever pain she experienced in that rupture. Whatever he decides on as a repair, and she agrees to as a repair, he is going to follow through. He's looking to make the relationship predictable and predictably feel good. This rupture just became an opportunity to strengthen the security of the relationship. Think of it like adding to the relationship security bank. When you are creating repair in a relationship, repeat offense is not an option. If Jason inspired the rebuilding of trust in Eliza and therefore created repair by guaranteeing her that it won't happen again and he does it again, he has damaged their relationship double or more so. Why? Because he has demonstrated that his word is worth nothing, that he can see her pain but not be moved enough by it to change because he can do it again. He has demonstrated that because of this, he can't be trusted and rather than keep the privilege of being able to soothe and reassure her, he has lost that privilege and is now demonstrating a pattern where she can expect to be hurt by him. This is why addictions ruin relationships so damn effectively. It's at this point that I need to mention the fact that if a rupture occurs and it becomes obvious that you can't guarantee that the same thing won't happen again, Your repair has to accommodate for that specifically. Your solution needs to be to find a way to take the person out of the pain that you would cause them by continuing to do whatever it is that is a no for them or that is causing conflict. This might mean facing potential workability or even potential incompatibility. Using our example, if Jason decides that status is more important to him than relationship security, he needs to recognize that this could put him in a pinch again regarding choosing between being there for Eliza and some opportunity to gain status, whether that's job related or activity related or object related or whatever. And he needs to own up to that. He needs to explain that status is so important to him and why. From there, Jason needs to find a way to repair based on Eliza's workability or lack thereof relative to this. Can she support him in this? Or will she forever be unhappy with a man for whom that's the reality? If she can, Jason might say something like I see the reality hurts you and I'm not okay with you feeling that way. I will take it upon myself to arrange someone else that I trust and that you trust to take you to any appointment that I might miss on account of a status opportunity. And I will call you beforehand to tell you that that is happening. It would be super beneficial if he went on to say it shouldn't be your job to make up for my absence on account of my priority. That's my job. And reassure her that relationship security is still important to him no matter how much he might care about status. However, if she can't, then they have the very tough job of confronting their incompatibility. To learn more about this, you can watch three of my videos. The first is incompatibility a harsh reality in relationships. The second is the most important element of compatibility in a relationship. And the third is the difference between compromise and workability in a relationship. Rupture in a relationship is not pleasant to experience, but when you are committed to repair and begin to master the art of it, you will find that over time, you will no longer dread relationship conflict because it's an opportunity to grow the bond and the security and the trust between you. Join me next week for part two of this video series where I will explain how to repair a conflict when someone else has created a rupture with you. Have a good week.